0: Scripture reading for this morning comes from Acts 1, verses 1 through 11. Hear these words. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, In all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, "'Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven?' This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This is one of our sacred stories. Thanks be to God. Can you imagine what it would have been like to have witnessed the ascension of Christ? What if, if you had been in the crowd that day? I mean, one moment he's there, you're having a conversation, he's trying to say to you, I'm about to peace out here, and then all of a sudden, poof, he's gone. How would you have reacted? The writer of Acts says that while he was being lifted up, the apostles gazed intently into the sky Would you have reacted with amazement and surprise? Whoa. Or maybe your reaction would have been more puzzlement. Huh. Or maybe it would have been one of disbelief. Did did you? Am I? Dude. (laughs) That one's for you, Chandler. (laughs) And though the apostles might have been puzzled, bewildered, amazed, discombobulated, which is one of my favorite words, Jesus had been preparing them all along for this moment. In my five decades on this earth, I've come to the conclusion that much of life is spent in transition. Just as you're growing comfortable with one phase of life, suddenly you wake up only to discover something in the universe has shifted and you are slightly or greatly disoriented. Whoa. Huh. Dude. Transition moving from what is known and comfortable to something new and unfamiliar. And the new and unfamiliar can promote various emotions. Excitement, anxiety, relief, fear, enthusiasm, depression. Even if we are fully aware of what's beyond the transition, these emotions are normal. In recent months, I have become fascinated with these reality TV shows that require machine-like physical prowess. You know what I'm talking about? American Ninja Warrior, anyone, anyone? Yeah, Million Dollar Mile, Cause I see that hand. It's like watching modern-day mythical characters go through these obstacles to get to a finish line. I mean, they're superhuman almost. They have to pass through things like monkey bars and climb rope ladders and jump through pylons, walk across a rope over crocodile-infested waters. Okay, not really the last one, but the other (laughs) ones are true. But these athletes have prepared for this. They've trained for this. They've built obstacle courses in their backyard. I mean, they have friends and family cheering them on. And although they can see what's coming, each obstacle is physically and mentally challenging. There's always some kind of surprise that can throw them off. So maybe one pylon is weighted and one isn't. Or maybe one handhold moves and one doesn't. They can't know exactly what the course will be or it wouldn't be a challenge. Transition, moving from one place to another. And it's the moving or the maneuvering that is crucial to learning and growing and improving. Just ask any athlete attempting to shave off time. The transitions are crucial. Today, we are recognizing three young people who have made it to one finish line. Woohoo! High school graduation, and they are ready to move on to the next thing. Lawyer, Isabel, and Chandler, such a time as this and what a great time it is. You are moving into the, one of the most expansive development stages of your life, and I know because I work with young adults in this age group. Your world is about to open up. Maybe not wide open yet, but it's gonna open a little, and, and that's gonna be huge for you. You're gonna meet new people, you'll make lifelong friends, Your ideals and values will be tested and maybe even change. Your perspective will definitely expand. It's exciting. It's exciting. It might also produce a little anxiety. You might find yourself a little down, a little depressed because high school is over. And that's normal, that's to be expected. I remember being very sad when I graduated. I went to a very small school where I participated in a lot of things. I was a big fish in a small pond. Then I went to college and I was this little tiny minnow in this vast ocean and that was hard. But then I found my place. I found my footing and I maneuvered through the transition and made it to the finish line. So graduates, as you enter into this transition, you may wake up one day and be disoriented. You may find yourself looking around and saying, whoa, huh, dude. If you do begin to feel disoriented, disbelieving, discombobulated, here are three truths I want you to remember. First is you are not alone. You have friends, family, this church community to surround, pray, encourage, and walk with you through this transition. As you begin through this obstacle course, we will be standing with you with our signs saying, Way to go! You've got this. And if you slip and fall, that's okay. We will encourage you to get up and start again. When Jesus was about to ascend and the apostles were getting anxious, he said, Don't worry. I will send you a comforter, the Holy Spirit. Graduates, the same is true for you. You have the Holy Spirit and you also have all of us. So don't worry. We got you. The second thing is you must walk through transitions. Transitions. Transitions cannot be avoided. As the children's song, We're Going on a Bear Hunt, reminds us, we can't go over it, we can't go under it, oh no, we must go through it. That's right. While transitions can be uncomfortable and stressful and painful, it is where learning happens. Without transitions, we would simply stay put stagnant, motionless. Had Jesus not ascended, his followers would have been content to let him continue doing his thing. They would have not been challenged to go beyond their comfort level or been pushed to be entrepreneurial to start this new thing called the church, which is a spoil alert for what happens uh, in Acts 2 next week or stepped out on faith into the unfamiliar. The challenge of Million Dollar Mile and American Ninja Warrior is to beat your component, right? So you're being timed. But even if you make a misstep, you can go back to the beginning of the obstacle and try again. You may not beat your component, but your chances of making it through greatly increase because now you know what to expect. I guess in a way, life is on a time clock, but the difference between, between real life and a competitive reality show is that when we make a misstep in life, we can reorient. We can change our path and begin again. It's not about loss. We have a do-over. And each time we do over, we are more skilled and knowledgeable, because now we know better what to expect. And graduates, the third point is you've been prepared for this. You may not see it now, but all along the way, you have been taught and mentored. You've learned through your own personal experience. These nuggets of wisdom are tucked inside you, and you may be surprised at how much you will know when you need it most. During his three-year ministry, like any good CEO, Jesus planned his exit strategy by teaching and mentoring and modeling behavior so that when the time came for him to depart, his apostles would be ready to transition, to continue the ministry. So seniors, here you go. You got this. Church... Church, today we find ourselves at the beginning of a transition. Only a few weeks ago, I stood here and gave the welcome, and during that welcome, I talked about coming to Lakeshore after experiencing my own church crisis. So when I read Kendall's letter, I was heartbroken. I reacted like probably many of you, whoa. Huh. Dude. You may have woken up this morning getting ready for church and felt a little disoriented, and that's normal. We've been steadily moving along, progressing, and maybe getting a little comfortable. So as we begin this transition, here are three truths I want you to remember I think they'll sound a little familiar. (laughs) Number one is you are not alone. You're not isolated. God designed us to be in community. And as I mentioned in the welcome a few weeks ago, we are all frail, flawed creatures of dust who need each other. So instead of giving into our human tendencies to point fingers and pass blame, We need to make signs and hold them up for each other and cheer each other on and say, keep going. We got this. The second one is we must walk through this transition. We can't go over it. We can't go under it. Oh, no. We've got to go through it. It's unavoidable and it's not the first time. We will most assuredly have moments of anxiety and grief and anger and depression. It's normal. But what we do during these moments of transition is crucial to helping us get to the next thing. It's an opportunity to learn and grow and improve. Richard Rohr, Catholic priest and well-known author, writes, All great spirituality is about what we do with our pain. If we do not transform our pain, we will most assuredly transmit it onto others. For millennia, the church has been going through transitions. We have made mistakes and missteps and had to go back and start again. Hopefully, with each do-over, we know better what to expect. So let us learn from the past and glean wisdom from our missteps. And then the third and final thing is we've been prepared for this. There are nuggets of wisdom tucked inside this collective body, and we may be surprised at how much we know when we need it most. Church, here we go. We got this.